0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new episode of the Political Dad Podcast. Today, we embark on the final installment of our series titled Life After Death, My Life with Rush Limbaugh. In part five, we delve even deeper into the extraordinary journey shared with the legendary Rush Limbaugh. It's a show you won't want to miss.
1: The man that is not afraid to spank his kids. The man that hands out trophies to only winners. The man brave enough to shop at Walmart after midnight. He was born in a radio station back when man walked on the moon. An apprentice under the Doctor of Democracy for 20 years. Political Dad is on the Common Sense Broadcast Network. To get in touch with Political Dad just email him pd at csbn.live or check out politicaldad.net for your fill of common sense. And now, the man that's not afraid to throw all his garbage in one trash can.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a captivating episode of the Political Dad Podcast. Today, we dive into a fascinating aspect of Rush Limbaugh's life his love for airplanes. Join me, your host, Political Dad, as we explore the heights of Rush's popularity and the lengths he went to ensure his safety and convenience. It's time to buckle up as we soar through the skies of aviation marvels. Rush's immense popularity and the need for enhanced security prompted him to invest in not just one, but a couple of new Gulfstream jets over the years. Back in 1997, after signing a groundbreaking $285 million contract deal to continue his show, Rush acquired his first Gulfstream G4. This luxurious aircraft became an essential tool for his demanding schedule, offering him the freedom and flexibility to travel with ease. Fast forward to 10 years later, when Rush signed yet another groundbreaking deal, this time valued at a staggering $400 million. As part of the agreement, a brand new Gulfstream 4-50 jet was included. This strategic move ensured that Rush would always have a safe and reliable means of transportation, allowing him to reach his devoted listeners far and wide. The acquisition of these Gulfstream jets showcased Rush's commitment to his craft and the importance he placed on maintaining his ability to travel securely and efficiently. These high-flying machines became symbols of his success and the lengths he would go to deliver his influential conservative commentary to millions. So, my friends, fasten your seatbelts as we embark on a journey into Rush Limbaugh's world of aviation fascination. Discover how his love for airplanes intertwined with his extraordinary career and unwavering dedication. Join me in the next segment as we explore more captivating aspects of Rush's life on this exhilarating episode of the Political Dad podcast. The first time I took a ride on the G4 was an unforgettable experience. It was November 2001, and we were headed to New York for the radio show. Rush wanted to visit his apartment there and demonstrate that despite his hearing issues, he could still deliver the show with excellence. As someone who had never flown in a private jet before, I was in for a treat. Pulling up to the plane, we simply stepped out of the car and climbed up the stairs. The airplane staff took care of our luggage and vehicle, leaving us free to board and indulge in our preferred meal choices. With that, we were off. Upon arriving at Teterboro Airport, a waiting limo whisked us away. I was accompanied by Don, the stenographer, while Rush had his own limo and driver. We headed to the hotel they had arranged for us, ready to tackle the next couple of days with the radio show broadcasting from the heart of New York. When it was time to return, the limo brought us back to Teterboro, where we boarded the plane for our journey back to Florida. And upon our arrival, a remarkable sight awaited us. The airline staff had our car sitting out on the tarmac, washed and cleaned, and kindly loaded our luggage. It was as if the red carpet had been rolled out just for us, just like that we were on our way home i must confess this experience of flying on a private jet spoiled me forever the convenience the personalized service and the seamless transitions made commercial flying pale in comparison it was a glimpse into a world of luxury and efficiency that i'll never forget join me in the next segment as we continue to explore the extraordinary moments and fascinating aspects of Rush Limbaugh's life on this exhilarating episode of The Political Dad Podcast.
1: We have all the answers. Don't go away. You're listening to the Common Sense Broadcast Network.
0: Discover the exciting world of podcasts at jefepods.com. Immerse yourself in exciting stories, learn new knowledge, and connect with great podcasts in both English and Spanish at HefePods.com. From captivating stories to life advice and much more,
1: there's a podcast for every interest
0: and passion. Be entertained by your favorite radio personalities in both English and Spanish, and explore great stories in every podcast. English and the hard-to-find Spanish language podcasts are all at jefepods.com. Don't waste any more time. Find a great English or Spanish language podcast to follow and discover a world of possibilities in your own language. Find the best podcasts at jefepods.com.
1: Don't forget, all you have to say is, Alexa, play the Political Dad podcast to hear the latest from the professor of logic. And now, the man brave enough to ask, do you recycle? Rush took great pride in his
0: impressive airplane, and rightfully so. It was a magnificent sight, though the price tag was undeniably steep. Don and I couldn't help but be awestruck imagining what it would be like to travel in such style all the time. Despite the cost, whenever Rush extended an invitation to join him on a trip, we eagerly accepted without hesitation. One destination we found ourselves frequently traveling to was L.A., where Rush enjoyed playing golf with his good buddy Al Michaels. While Rush would often depart early, Don and I would reluctantly board commercial flights which left much to be desired. However, Rush's graciousness always shone through as he offered us a ride back on the G4. Needless to say, he didn't have to ask us twice. One of the most memorable trips we took with Rush was to Las Vegas, where he was invited to be a judge at the Miss America pageant. For three days, we found ourselves setting up a makeshift radio studio in a conference room within a bustling Vegas casino. While Rush would head out each night to fulfill his duties as a judge, I couldn't help but wonder how he managed to juggle it all. He diligently prepared for his show, delivered a full radio broadcast, and still found the energy to participate in the pageant. It was an impressive feat, and we all returned home in awe of Rush's boundless dedication. But the surprises didn't end there. Later that year, Rush bought a suite at the Super Bowl and generously sent us all down to Miami to enjoy the festivities. To our amazement, when we arrived, the winner of the Miss America pageant was also there. Rush had extended an invitation and even arranged for our plane to bring her along. It was a testament to Rush's thoughtfulness and generosity. Rush's decision not to attend the Super Bowls in person, preferring to watch it on his big screen in his theater, always struck me as curious. Over time, I realized it wasn't merely a matter of personal preference, but also a way for Rush to navigate the challenges he faced with his hearing in crowded places. It was another reminder of his resilience and his ability to adapt. In the earlier years, Rush's travels on the plane were quite frequent. Whether it was flying the ESPN crew alongside him or taking his buddy George Brett on international trips, It provided a fantastic opportunity for Rush to socialize with friends while keeping the media at bay. However, in the last decade, we noticed a shift in his travel patterns. Rush became more content with staying at home, indulging in his beloved Apple toys, and doing show prep on the internet each night. While I believe his hearing challenges played a role in this change, Rush found a way to adapt and still enjoy life to the fullest. His ability to navigate and thrive, despite his disability was truly remarkable. Ladies and gentlemen, before we continue our engaging discussion, let's take a moment to hear a message from our sponsor for this week's episode. And boy, do we have a sponsor that will make you want to sit back, relax, and enjoy the comfort of your home. That's right, it's none other than the Sofa King. When it comes to quality and relaxation, the Sofa King reigns supreme. So stay tuned to hear more about this fantastic sponsor and discover how they can transform your living space into the epitome of comfort. We'll be right back after this word from the Sofa King.
1: We have all the answers. Don't go away. You're listening to the Common Sense Broadcast Network. When you want a loaf of bread, you don't go to a butcher,
0: you go to a baker. You want milk? A Dairy is your spot. And when you need a sofa, don't go to a bank. Come to Sofa King. Because at Sofa King, with locations throughout Bayonne and Down Newark, Sofa King has the most brands in stock ready for immediate pickup. We can't deliver because our driver's doing 18 months at Rahway. At Sofa King, you will find the lowest prices allowed by law on every model in stock. Here at Sofa King, we love to say that our prices are Sofa King low. Why go anyplace else?
1: There is a reason they call him Superman. Political Dad is on the CSB Network.
0: Welcome back, my friends, from our short but refreshing commercial break. I hope you enjoyed that message from our sponsor, The Sofa King. Now, let's dive right back into our engaging discussion and continue unraveling the fascinating world of politics, technology, and the extraordinary life of Rush Limbaugh we have plenty more captivating stories, insights, and of course, a touch of humor coming your way. So without further ado, let's get back to it on this exciting episode of the Political Dad podcast. One of the incredible aspects of working at the EIB Southern Command was the steady stream of visitors we received over the years. It seemed like every right-leaning politician wanted to have a conversation with Rush, especially during election seasons. Despite the overwhelming attention, Rush remained consistently gracious and open to hearing what they had to say. Just off the top of my head, I recall memorable visits from the likes of Mitt Romney, Sarah Palin, Michelle Bachman, Donald Trump Jr., Clarence Thomas and his wife Jenny, Mike Pence, and even the occasional phone call from Donald Trump himself. Whenever the White House switchboard rang, It was a clear sign that something significant was unfolding in the world. It was undeniable that all these politicians recognized the immense influence of the golden EIB microphone and wanted to make their mark. By the way, I must mention that among all the politicians who graced us with their presence, Michelle Bachman holds a special place in my heart. Her sincerity and compassion stood out among the rest. Michelle had a remarkable ability to connect with people on a genuine level. However, she also recognized the challenges and pitfalls of the political game and made the wise decision to step away. It takes a special kind of wisdom and self-awareness to navigate the world of politics and know when it's time to move on. Michelle Bachman's choice to leave the game showcased her astuteness and integrity. We also had the pleasure of welcoming occasional sports stars and golf celebrities to the studio. It was always a thrill to have these renowned figures step into our world at the EIB Southern Command. Whether it was a beloved athlete or a golf pro, their presence added an exciting dynamic to the atmosphere. It was a testament to the wide-reaching influence of Rush Limbaugh and the allure of the EIB studio. The weather and the year-round opportunity to play golf were undoubtedly significant factors that drew Rush to this location in the first place. The allure of sunny skies and the ability to indulge in his favorite pastime throughout the year were irresistible. Additionally, it's worth considering the favorable tax situation, which likely played a role in his decision. The absence of certain taxes certainly added to the appeal of establishing a home base here. Rush's passion for golf extended beyond enjoying the sport himself. As a member of various golf clubs in the area, He often crossed paths with renowned golf professionals. It was in this realm that Rush's generosity shone through. I have a personal story to share. Back in the late 90s, Rush gave me my very first set of golf clubs. He happened to have a new set of Callaway irons that didn't quite suit his preferences, and he kindly offered them to me. At the time, like so many others, I was eager to emulate the skills of Tiger Woods, so I eagerly accepted Those clubs hold a special place in my heart and remain with me to this day, a cherished reminder of Rush's thoughtfulness. Rush's annual participation in the AT&T Pro-Am at Pebble Beach was a testament to his passion for golf and his dedication to charitable causes. For years, he took to the green, joining other celebrities and professional golfers in this renowned tournament The event served as a platform to raise funds and awareness for various charitable initiatives. However, in the later years of his life, Rush's golfing endeavors dwindled. While he once embraced the game with enthusiasm, he gradually scaled back his participation. Nonetheless, he continued to contribute to important causes. By participating in Ernie L's Autism Awareness tournaments, Rush's commitment to giving back and making a difference extended beyond the fairways and greens. One more golf story for you before we get out of here. Gift-giving for Rush Limbaugh during the holiday season always posed a challenge for us. Don, James, and I would brainstorm ideas, but it was ultimately up to me to come up with the perfect present. And so one year, I had a brilliant idea. I decided to have custom head covers made adorned with the iconic EIB logo. Determined to bring this idea to life, I reached out to the head clubhouse staff at Rush's golf club. They requested the logo and assured me they would handle the rest. A couple of weeks later, they surprised us with a set of custom head covers for Rush's golf clubs. The attention to detail was impeccable, and they turned out even better than we could have imagined. When Rush received the gift, his face lit up with genuine appreciation. It was heartwarming to see how much he valued the thought and effort that went into this personalized present. Giving something back to Rush that brought him joy and showed our gratitude was a truly special moment. Those head covers became a cherished part of his golfing gear, accompanying him on the fairways for many years to come. It's these little gestures that create lasting memories. And remind us of the meaningful connections we shared. As we conclude today's episode, we reflect on the joy of giving and the fulfillment that comes from bringing happiness to someone we admire. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Political Dad Podcast. Stay tuned for a few comments and maybe a dad joke or two.
1: Don't forget, all you have to say is, Alexa. Play the Political Dad podcast to hear the latest from the professor of logic. To get in touch with Political Dad, just email him pd at csbn.live or check out politicaldad.net for your fill of common sense.
0: As we reach the end of this captivating episode, we reflect on the remarkable life of Rush Limbaugh and the incredible stories that unfolded along the way. From his love of airplanes and Apple products, to his encounters with politicians and golfing adventures, Rush's journey was filled with unique experiences that shaped his legacy. We've explored Rush's generosity, his resilience in the face of challenges, and the profound impact he made on those around him. His ability to connect with people, whether through his radio show, philanthropic endeavors, or shared passions like golf. Left an indelible mark on our hearts and minds. So, as we bid farewell to today's episode, we extend our gratitude to you, our dedicated listeners, for joining us on this journey through the life of Rush Limbaugh. We hope that through our stories, insights, and humor, we've provided a glimpse into the extraordinary world of Political Dad. Remember to stay tuned for future episodes where we'll continue to delve into fascinating topics, share more captivating stories and explore the ever-evolving landscape of politics and beyond. This has been the Political Dad podcast, signing off for now with heartfelt appreciation and the promise of more engaging episodes to come. Here come the dad jokes. Why did Rush Limbaugh prefer flying in his private jet? Because he couldn't handle the airwaves of commercial flights. What did Rush Limbaugh say when he received custom head covers for his golf clubs? These covers are a real hole-in-one gift. Why did Rush Limbaugh always have a stack of iPhones in his closet? Because he believed in keeping a phone stash handy. Why did Rush Limbaugh have a special seat in his home theater for watching the Super Bowl? Because he liked to get a rush from the game. What did Rush Limbaugh say to politicians who tried to influence his show? Sorry, but my golden EIB microphone is not up for politicians. How did Rush Limbaugh make sure his golf game was fortunate? He always had a rush of confidence on the fairway. Remember, these dad jokes are meant to bring a smile to your face and add a touch of humor to our podcast. Some of these are a little bad.